In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, and we are brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. The Browns, 13-3 winners over the Baltimore Ravens. They are now 3-2 and two against the AFC North with a chance to Go four and two against the Steelers the last week of the season. Uh, they will host New Orleans, which is, seems odd, but the last regular season home game. Oh, I should just say the last home game of the season. <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun on anything. That There's is not zero chance they're hosting a playoff game this year. <laughs> I got to tell you, I did go to five thirty eight. I'll send you the, the link. I did about I don't know forty or fifty different combinations and got the Browns into the playoffs. It was very fun. In fact. Um, one of the betting sites, do you want this or not? I'll tell you what it is if you want to hear it. Just go ahead. You want the scenario? Hang on. I got to give go it to ahead. you. Menigan gave it to us. It was our producer of Baskin and Phelps. And uh, he sent this out to me and Brian Anderson throughout the game as we were just kind of joking around about some of the things. Hang on. Let me get a pen. I should write this down because I should add this to my top take. Ready? Here we go. Well, this oh, is what. I, I need. Give me a second. I got to get a pen and paper. Okay. Hang on. Nice. Bet Jack put this out, just so you know. I want to give credit where credit is due. Where, okay, who is this through? Bet Jack? Bet Jack, yeah. Ready? Bet Jack says. So let's let's just go with the easy part. What's the chance? The that the Browns had to beat the Ravens, so they did step one. Now, just give me the percentage. Oh, what's the percent? I can tell you the percentage from 538. It's a one. This is not a percentage. This is the path to the playoffs. Oh, okay. Give me the percentage from 538. Well, 538 right now, it just winning alone just jumped them to a full percentage. One they were percent. under 1%. So they have 1% chance to make the playoffs. Yes. Okay. So you're just telling by me the win alone. That's with no other help from any other game. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, basically. Yes. Okay. okay. So 538 says 1%. 538 now, said 1%. Now I'm going to uh, grab a pillow. Sit okay. back, relax, and listen yes. to you to go through this absurd uh, path you stopwatch? to the playoffs. Hang on. Here we go. Okay. This is the path according to Bet Jack. Okay. All righty. Here we go. Stopwatch. Ready? Three, yep. two, one, go. The Browns had to beat the Ravens. That happened. Now the Browns are going to have to beat the Saints, the Commanders, and the Steelers. Now, tomorrow... On Sunday for week 15, the Lions have to beat the Jets. The Raiders have to beat the Patriots. The Titans have to beat the Chargers. If those three games happen, that's great. But now you got to go on to week 16. The Jaguars need to defeat the Jets. The Falcons have to beat the Ravens. The Bengals have to squash the Patriots. The Texans must defeat the Titans. The Steelers have to overtake the Raiders. The Packers must, must, must have more points than the Dolphins. And the Colts have to beat the Chargers. So that's just week 16. If all of those luscious things happen, now you walk into week 17. And in week 17, you would need... The Steelers to beat the Ravens, the Seahawks to beat the Jets, and the Rams to beat the Chargers. But I'm not done because in Week 18, you would only need two more things to happen for the Browns to make the playoffs. That would be the Bills defeating the Patriots and the Bengals downing the Ravens. There you have it from Bet uh, from Bet Jack as they put this out. That is the path to the playoffs, starting with the Browns Ravens win. You did that in 55 seconds. Oh, that wasn't bad. Take a bow. You want me to do it faster? I could do it faster because no. no one would fall asleep with that. No, we're we're good. We got it the first time. So you need four things to happen this weekend, and you already got one. Three to happen tomorrow alone. I'm sorry. Four things to happen to the Browns. That's easy. Three things to happen tomorrow. One, two, three, four. 
Seven to happen next week, three after that, and two the week after. Feel good? I'm sure there are other paths, too, but this is what it says is the path. Okay. Leave it to to legalize gambling that starts after the first to set that out for us. There's no chance. (laughs) There's none. Isn't that great, though? I I just think it's funny that somebody went and did all that. You know what? I would like to know what the chances would be had they not blown the, the Jets game. I would love to. I can go back and figure it out. You don't want me to because oh, I'm telling I have, you. Not, you know what? I, I don't now, know if you know this or not, Jack. We have gone down this rabbit hole. I absolutely want you to go back and change the loss to the Jets to a win, and see what the odds would be then. I don't know if I can. I know how to do all the games in the future. I don't know if I can go back and change. Oh, you the can't past. retroactively go go back unless you've got a DeLorean. This ain't happening, baby. Well, let me uh, see if I can find Doc Brown. And I promise not to hit on my mother back in time. So I, I really want to make a bold statement here. And I just, I don't know that I've ever done this on this podcast. So <clears throat> I just want to make sure that that it's clear that everybody understands this, especially you, Daryl, because I don't know if you get this. By the way, I love when my movie references go right over your head. It's great. No, they didn't. I got it. I, I was okay. all with you. Okay, ready? So this, this is my extremely bold statement. That damn loss to the Jets is going to haunt us all season. All right, we're just going to have Meredith uh, uh, pull up something somewhere along the line of me saying that weeks and months ago. I, I mean, I, we keep saying – we said it the day it happened. We both said it. Yeah. I'm like, this loss is going to come back to haunt us. Like, oh, it's just one game. Everybody gets one game. I'm like, no, this game is going to kill us, and it's been yep. chasing us all season, and it continues to chase. You know what? This win by the Browns almost makes me angry. Why? Because of what could have been. Like, where's this been all year? Where's it been? Sorry. Are you happy, Daryl? Are you happy that they won? On the pregame show. I'm in Daryl. Daryl, right before you came on the pregame show, I, I think it was Chris Rose that said, and Meredith, correct me if I'm wrong. Chris Rose said he didn't want to see Nick Chubb, he wanted to see some of the younger guys run because we know what Nick Chubb can do. Is that correct, Meredith? Right, yeah. Chris Rose was the one who said he doesn't need to see him run because I think also he doesn't want Nick Chubb to get run into the ground for no reason. So that was another reasoning behind that one. So, yeah, that was uh, Chris Rose on the Browns Network pregame show. And, Daryl, what do you think was running through my head at that point? Well, I guess in the back of my head, I'm saying to myself, huh, hmm, last 22 games – that Nick has 18 or more carries, they're 19 and three. And now, what do you have, 22 today? 22. Oh, you 21. I gave him an extra carry. Like, the, oh, you know what I did? I took away half a sack for Miles Garrett and gave him an extra run. So now they are 20 and three in the last 23 games when he carries the ball 18 times or more. I, I, I don't know. I, and trust me, I'm not Mensa, nor am I Paul DePodesta or anybody else. I just know no matter what, I'm giving the ball to Nick Chubb 18 times because I, I think the record stands for itself on that, right? Call me crazy. No, you're right. You're Ooh, 100%. That's it. No argument? No. Why, why, would I argue, why would I argue such a rational point and factually based? 
I don't know if you had a chance to catch, I feel any, like to catch I, any. I feel I feel like you are Vinny and my cousin Vinny, and I'm the judge, and I say, Andy, that is a lucid, well thought out statement that you just made. Overruled. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you know, do I that do. because it's it like, yeah, it's like the formula. It's it almost feels like a there's no f- real true formulas in football. But it feels like that's a formula in football. It's the Nick Chubb formula. Give him 18 carries, win the game. Like, that's not hard. Still trying to figure out what a Ute is or no? It's a team that can help Ohio State get to the uh, playoffs. What'd you say? (laughs) What's a Ute? A Ute? The Ute. Sorry, Your Honor. Youths. Okay, so we continue on with my cousin, Daryl. Mrs. Riley, and only Mrs. Riley. How many fingers am I holding you? You know what would have made that scene even better? Tell me, my friend. Is if Pesci just gave the middle finger. As (laughs) as he's, you know, how many fingers am I holding up, Mrs. Riley? It's the your number one salute (laughs) after the judge blew and the original, it's, that's such a great movie. It really is. It's an all-time classic. I was texting with a friend uh, uh, about it who's studying, currently studying to become a lawyer, and I sarcastically said, all you need to know is just, just watch some My Cousin Vinny, and you'll have everything down that you need to know. You'll know how not to handle an arraignment. You'll know how to quit. I'm done with this guy. I got no more use for this guy. <laughs> So wait a minute, you're going to let me see all the evidence? What's this about? What's discovery? We need to get back on all that discovery stuff. I'm actually going Phelps on you. We have to go back on track here. Okay. Sorry. By the way, there was a phone call on the radio post game show after the game that I listened to, and this guy, the Browns just won. They beat the Ravens. It's been a miserable season up and down, trying to figure things out. And he just railed on Deshaun Watson, saying that he was getting worse and that this is what we paid for and blah, 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 blah. I mean, you want to talk about the most impatient person, person I've ever heard on the, the face of the earth. This guy called the postgame show on the radio. Did he Did he actually watch the game is my question. So I give Jeff a ton of credit, man. He's like, sir, I'm not going to argue with you. And then he came back with the four-win season. And Jeff's like, you realize he had almost 5,000 yards in passing that it's not just the offense that wins games. In fact, just like today's game, I, I wish Jeff would have said this, but he came pretty close. It just like today's game, the fact that they held them to three points, uh, that made the difference in the game. Sorry, sir. But Jeff was so cool about it because Daryl, if it was you or it was me, oh, I would. And you're watching him get better every week, and this guy's going off. I, I mean, I would have been just first of all, I would have started yelling at him, and then I just would have hung up on him. Jeff was like, sir. I'm not going to get into an argument with you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> it was just such classic Phelps. Yeah, I uh, I would have left the mushroom. I I would have left the mushroom cloud over that guy. All right, Daryl, we still have more to come. We want to break down uh, more of the big win over Baltimore and some of the things we're looking forward to next. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on social media at game day CLE. Excuse me, at game day CLE on Twitter or on Instagram.